Blog Talk Radio. Today she's going to be sharing with us 
some, in generality and taking in some phone calls and questions about how do we get ourselves in order. And she's going to share with us about a program, a um, savings program that is an initiative, a national initiative, if not a state initiative, um, that we'll, she will share with us on today. So we're going to be listening. As you know, we are working on staying financially fit and moving into our best light to be able to le- have a long life, longevity, and leave a legacy so that we can move forward in our lives. Good morning, Wendy. How are you? Good morning. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, thank you for joining us. I am so honored by this. I've, I was like, I finally got someone from Webby to come on and talk. <laughs> Great. Great. You know, can you tell us a little bit about, tell the listeners a little bit about you and a little bit more about you and about um, the Women Business Initiative Corporation so people can understand exactly how that works? And we already know it's not just for women, am I right? Right, right. Well, WIBIC yesterday, it's called the Wisconsin Women's Business Initiative Corporation. Um, last year we celebrated 25 years of providing, I think, really great hope and opportunity to individuals in the state of Wisconsin who want to have an idea, who want to start a business, who want to grow a business, who are maybe even struggling in business. And alongside that, we really also help people out on sort of their financial path um, for their future. Individuals that maybe could do a better job at savings and maybe a better job with a spending plan. Individuals who maybe have had financial hardships and really want to get that financial household in better order. So I think that's the part we're going to talk more about today. But just to give you an overview on Webbick, again, 25 years, we're a statewide economic development corporation care about everybody, but do focus specifically on and with women, minority individuals, and lower wealth individuals that, again, might just have a few more obstacles um, in starting that business or getting back on a stronger financial household. And we have offices in Milwaukee, Racine, Kenosha, and Madison, but, again, very much of a statewide footprint. Um, the things we actually do are business education and classes. Some things are online, and the rest is really in evenings and on the weekends, people pay what they can afford to go through um, how to start a business. Is my business idea viable? A comprehensive business planning class. Classes for folks already in business that maybe want to get a little bit better at utilizing social media, understand QuickBooks or accounting programs. Mm. And then we also provide really access to fair capital. We provide direct loans to individuals from 1000 to 100000 we can work with banks and we can work with other financing partners, but generally we're often a standalone lender because somebody is just a little bit shy of bank financing. It might be because their business is startup. It might be because they might not have a perfect credit history. It might be because they don't have collateral that a bank might need. Or it might just simply be that the use of the funds they need are going to be hard for a bank to say yes to at that time. Absolutely. Does that help and, you, sort of play yes, a paint picture? Yes, it does. Okay. And I think that I think you did an excellent job. And and I'm going to be honest with you. I think that I've learned some additional things that that Wibbit does. And um, I was not aware about the classes and like the Excel and and, and mm-hmm. accounting programs. Mm-hmm. I was not aware of that. Yeah. I initially became aware of Wibbit myself and pursuing my business visions as well, and learning about how to get my finance together. Wasn't that my vision was actually viable? whether or not I could actually get a business going. So I thank you for that. Now, you mentioned Great. to me another another program that talks, we're going to talk about a little bit today, the program which is about saving and getting ourselves financially fit and in preparation because just taking care of opening up a business means you have to take care 
of your business. <laughs> right. Right. Um, well, this is something that actually we, we probably now for a good 15 years have really embedded more in the culture of Wibic, and that is helping individuals understand money. Because especially if you do want to start a business, you know, you might be all set for that, but if you have a really fragile financial household, it's going to be hard to maybe keep that separate from your business or maybe to use some of the practices that maybe weren't the best in the world on your own financial household and take that into business. So we sort of created a, a third leg that we call our financial empowerment um, programs and initiatives, and one of them specifically. It's a simple program that works, and it's part of a national initiative called America Saves. So the history on it is Consumer Federation of America, their corporate offices are out of Washington, D.C., did a variety of studies nationwide on the savings patterns of individuals in the United States, citizens of the United States, and they found that they had decreased tremendously, that if you will, our grandparents were saving more collectively and percentage-wise than our parents, than us, and than our children. So how do you turn around a negative trend around savings? And this was even pre a global economic crisis that occurred in 207, 208. And so okay. what they did was they felt an effective way to do this is to have a campaign. It's not necessarily a program. It's a campaign to raise the consciousness of people about savings, to raise their consciousness and then to get them to do something about it. So the campaign is America Saves, and it's about teaching a nation of spenders to become a nation also of savers. We coordinate the local campaign called Wisconsin Saves. And next week, Monday, February 25th through March 2nd, is National America Saves Week, where there will just be a lot in the news, um, probably coming out of the president's mouth, probably hearing on Good Morning America and other shows and on other radio shows, the importance and just beating the drum of the importance of savings. Locally, how it works is that you can actually sign up to be a Wisconsin saver, www.wisconsin-saves.com. And you're just making a promise to yourself. This isn't about anybody being over the top, anybody looking at your stuff. This is about you saving, saying to yourself, I can get a little bit better at this. And maybe it wouldn't hurt if I also had some resources in which to do that. So by signing up to being an American saver or a Wisconsin saver, they're sort of one and the same. You can go right to the America Saves website and materials, or you can go to the Wisconsin Saves website and materials, and you'll get tons of resources and ideas and thoughts to help you, support groups, local things that are going on then. If you want to know what's happening around asset building or a class in cleaning up your credit or a class in budgeting, you can go to the Wisconsin Saves website and find out many, many partners that are doing things in this area to help you. But really it's about making a commitment to self, and then it's about saying, what are you going to save for? Because studies show that you can't just save for saving's sake, but you have to save for something. An emergency fund, buy a car, go back to school, eventually own a home. Whatever it is, it's fine with us. We make no judgment calls. We just want you to say, I'm going to get a little bit better at this, and maybe once in a while maybe some people could help or some resources could, and this is what I'm saving for. Because if you have a savings goal, you're 90% more likely to do it. Absolutely. You know, um, you, you said such a mouthful, and, and I just I was thinking about that. Um, we talked about that earlier in the month, about the whole idea of saving, and people are saying, oh, I don't have the money to save. I don't have the money to save. And I know as my personal journey, I, my listeners are aware that I gave up purchasing Mac Cafe's coffee. Yeah. Just yeah. that little bit of thing caused me and allowed me to have the opportunity and the room to save. And so and I like the idea that you talk about it's a personal commitment. It's mm -hmm. not about 
you know, having someone outside of yourself because you really have to know who you are. And that's one of the things we talk about here in Moments of Conversation all the time, getting to know and being yourself and then being honest with what you learn about yourself and know that there needs to be a change for the better. So Mm -hmm. I I thank you for that. Um, I, I really enjoy the fact that you got to that point because so often we think that our finances are totally separate from our personal development and uh-huh. our businesses, but they those bad habits, if, if we're known for, you know, sniffing off or sniffing off the uh, utility money because we saw a nice outfit that we want to bear, or for me it would be a pair of shoes, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> or a nice time out with, with friends, then that could potentially hinder you in your business expression as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll use, I always use the example of Diet Coke I, or, um, you know, I – I like Diet Coke. So it's not that you can't buy or drink Diet Coke, but it's do you want to buy Diet Coke at your place of employment in a vending machine for a dollar, or do you want to maybe buy it at, you know, Costco, Sam's Club, what have you, when it's on sale for 30 cents a, a can, and then save the difference. You know, it's it's not about even, I mean, I appreciate your idea, one less coffee a week, Three dollars. Multiply that by four. It's twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. Multiply that by ten. One hundred twenty bucks. You know, you're saving about one hundred forty dollars by not doing one cup of coffee a week out. Maybe you could still get it at your employer. Maybe you could make it yourself. One hundred twenty bucks. Wow. Just think of what you could do with that. So it could be about modifying, but it also could just be about doing the same thing you're doing, but doing it smarter. Doing it smarter. Going to check cashing businesses and paying to check to cash your check. Oh, my, you know, that's like $200 a year. What about setting up a small bank account and maybe even having a little bit of interest come back to you, but certainly not paying to cash your check? You know, it's all up to you, but it's like, what do you want to do? You want to give the check cashing business $200 or do you want to maybe, you know, think of something else and use that $200 for you, for for yourself? So so some of the things you're talking about are, are just simple simple things we can put in place to really take care of yes. our business. And I often yes. tell people to become an entrepreneur, the first thing is become an entrepreneur of your life. Mm-hmm. The, the steps that you want to go in the business, and I, and I get a lot of these uh, people that come in and say, oh, we're going to do the ML, the multi-level marketing, or we're going to do the, um, the tiered marketing services, we're going to go into business. But people really don't think about it may be immediate return, but you're setting yourself up for failure because you, have, you still have to have a structure you want to have a business to have a, a solid foundation, and finances are definitely that foundation from what I'm right. hearing from from that. And what I'm learning and experiencing is that it's so important to be sure that you look and, and monitor your financial um, mindset when it comes to business. Right, right. It definitely is. I mean, going back to the personal, what we really try to encourage individuals to do is, is maybe even just do sort of a fun study of one week just where does your money go and just people will be amazed that oh my gosh I didn't think about that oh I didn't think about that oh I didn't think about that so one a simple thing of just tracking your expenses for a week a month what have you whatever you can do but even a week and then just think is there anything I could do a little bit different or smarter and multiply that week by 52 and then again save the difference so you're not buying that one of uh, uh, coffee that you talked about. Put that in a savings account. And the other thing, people hate the word budget, so we try not to use budget. <laughs> we try to use 
savings plan and spending plan. You get both. You're lucky. You get both. You get a spending plan. I get to spend. Of course you do. We all got to spend. But right alongside that spending plan is a savings plan. And if people will just take a moment to put those things together, again, amazing stuff happens. I mean, um, individuals that have a plan compared to not, uh, spending, it's a difference of with a plan, they will save 88%. Without a plan, they'll save 50%. Absolutely. Just with that Wendy, plan. We're going to pause for a moment. We're going to take a commercial break. And then when we come back, I want you to, if you can, share with us in brevity a little bit about what a saving and spending plan actually looks like. How, do, how would sure. one go about putting that together? So we're going to take okay. our momentary break, and we'll be right back after these words. Author Marion Afour has written two powerful and thought-provoking books, Not to My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm, and Seeking Escape, A Conversational Journey to Your True Reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com and MarianaFourSpeaks.com. You can also join Marian Afour for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Marian Afour, Not My Reality, and Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation. Life and spiritual coach, minister, author, and inspirational speaker. These are just a few titles used to describe Marion Ifua. But her name says it all. She is an innovator and bringer of change. If you desire to change for the better, contact Marion Ifua at 480-269-1038. 480-269-1038. Or by visiting efuaspeaks.com. E-F-U-A-Speaks.com. Marion Ifua. Change for today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. All right, and we are back here on Moments of Conversation. Thanks again for joining me here. I am Marion Afour. We're joined today by Wendy Bauman of the Wisconsin Women Business Initiative Corporation, and we are having a great conversation. And before we went to the break, Wendy, we were speaking mm-hmm. about savings and spending plans. What's the difference? What does it look like? Mm-hmm. A couple things. One is that I think um, to sort of go back a little bit, and then I'll answer the question directly. Sure. If this is for oneself, then you're really having a conversation with oneself. But often we're in a family unit, um, partnered, or married, children, family, what have you. So the first thing is to really have a little bit of a dialogue with self or with the other units in the family and talk a little bit about, hey, we're going to put together a savings plan and a spending plan, and it's a good thing, and it's a good thing because we have hopes and dreams, and sometimes we have to work a little bit toward those hopes and dreams. 
and to allow everybody to really talk a little bit about what you know their goals are and to allow them to talk a little bit about what things they want and what things they need. And that's the first step, need versus wants. We have need. We need shelter. We need food. Um, we need expenses related maybe to our work, i.e. transportation, um, other items. So really to let everybody just talk out loud, talk about all those things, put pen to paper and throw everything down, and then begin to divide it in terms of needs and wants. Is that a need for a cup of every day or is it a want? And then to begin to distinguish those two items because that will help you later prioritizing your spending plan and your savings plan. And again, making no judgment calls. If that cup of coffee is really a need, you can put it in the need side. That's okay, you know. But it's just to really look at things like that. Um, so we maybe we take a small versus a large bag. Right, right, right. Small bag, large bag, two pair of shoes, one pair of shoes. You know, maybe one <laughs> pair is a need, two is maybe a want. But, again, to really look at that in line with, um, you know, after you do the needs and wants of things is to look then really at short-term goals and long-term. Some people need to live a little bit more in the short-term piece because they might be a little bit more in more of an emergency state, that they're not making bills right now, they feel like they have a lot of debt, um, their credit is not good. It might be hard for them to look right now at, I want to own my own home or I want to do this. Maybe there need to be some short-term goals. Try to reduce debt, try to make payments so I can cash flow my family and myself and my budget. And so there might be some short-term goals, but you still on that piece of paper and that plan have to be thinking still about the long-term goal. Once I get some of these things under control, I want to have an emergency fund so I'm never going to go there again. I want to mm. take a vacation and treat my family. I want to own a better car or own a car. I want to own a home. I want to save for retirement. You know, whatever that might be, I'm just using some of the typical things. Absolutely. So first, I think you're giving some key points. Yeah, I like the short-term goal. That was very key yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay. Very, very important because this is hard. You know, I mean, sometimes people like it to, you know, losing weight if you need to lose weight. It's hard. And you need support. You need ideas. You need to be honest with yourself and those around you. And then you need to, you know, have a support group with it. So, you know, kids are sitting around the table and they go, no, we would love to live in our own home. Well, you know, what do we want to do? Do we want to take that trip to the Wisconsin Dells this, this summer or do we want to save that and go to the local pool, still have a lot of fun, make it a great time, be together, but save on that trip and put those hundreds of dollars toward our home account so we can be in our own home. And I use that example because an individual that we were able to work with who prior lived in public housing did exactly that. She sat down her son and her daughter and said, hey, now we can do the Wisconsin Dells trip, but that's going to take Mommy a little bit longer then to be able to buy this home we want. And they said, nope, that's okay. They were a little bit sad. They didn't get to go with their mm -hmm. cousins. But in a year later, they were living in their first-time own home. Wow. Yeah, I, you know, and that's something we talk about here a lot too, you know, setting realistic goals and really mm -hmm. being committed to them and understanding, like you said, needs versus wants. Short-term goals are important, just as important as long-term goals. I, I love that you reiterated that because sometimes we forget that, especially when it comes to finances, because a lot of, lot of us are experiencing a pinch right now financially. I'm going to invite you all that are on the phone lines and listening via the Internet, and if you want to join us uh, here in the chat room, you can type your questions if you can't actually get on the phone lines. The number is 646-378-1135. We're talking with Wendy Bowman from the 
Wisconsin's Women Business Initiative Corporation. Ooh, that's a mouthful. Wibbick for short. Right. <laughs> Wibbick for and short is good. <laughs> yeah, we're having a great time this morning talking about some options we have in preparing ourselves and planning and, and getting in control, continuing our conversation about transforming our mind about our finances. So if you would like to get in the conversation today and give a question or comment to the program, all you have to do is push 1 if you're on the phone lines. And if you are listening via the Internet and you want to, you can chat with me. I will open up my instant message on Facebook as well because I know that seems to work a little quick, more quickly than um, the chat room for some of you. So, again, we're here talking. Wendy, I, I want to um, go back a little bit. You talked about really – um, looking at how this, how we can give ourselves permission to spend and permission to save. Mm-hmm. Do I have to walk to the bank and deposit that three dollars that I would normally spend for that? Do you encourage that, or do you suggest? Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I would say that that all depends on sort of how you are and how life is, and so on and so forth. I think those kind of behaviors, um, leading by example with our children, is very important. I know myself personally, you know, more and more you can do everything electronically, and that's great, but there's nothing about taking young people into a bank, money, depositing it, looking at my savings, looking at those statements, all those things. That's all real important, so I just want to add that piece on. The biggest piece I would say, the biggest piece is huge increase in savings if you can do it automatically. So Mm. this is a step a little bit later. What I mean by this is you've had a discussion with self, You've talked a little bit about needs and wants, yourself or with the family unit. You've come up with at least a brief something on paper spending plan. My spending for the month needs to be this. My spending for the year roughly needs to be this. But I think if I watch things, my savings could be this automatically. And that's where you sort of do need a bank account. But if you can get automatic coming out of a checking account, automatically into a savings account, so it's not there to spend, It's visibly seen in a statement once a month. You can touch it. You know it's there. You know it's yours, but it's done automatically because we all come up and do excuses for ourselves. Well, the cherry pie was just there. What could I do? Well, the money was just sitting in my account, and I saw the shoes. What could I do? But if it's not, if it's in a separate account, if it's electronic funds transferred monthly, you don't see it, you don't know about it, but you know it's there with sort of that real sense that's in you. So that's really what I would encourage, that piece. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, we have a question that wants you, I'm gonna, and I was going to ask you this anyway. I just want you to give, once again, uh, the information about uh, Wibic, how to contact Wibic, about some of the programs and services, as well as uh, you gave a website. For the Wisconsin Saves or for the and this National Saves, uh, National America Saves Week. So if you could just reiterate that information one more time for me. Sure. So um, America Saves is this americasaves.com. Um, so you can just go right there. Actually, it's .org. So America Saves, or you could do americasavesweek.org. And then the Wisconsin Saves website is wisconsin-saves.org, wisconsin-saves.org. And Wibbick's website is www.bic.com. And from there you can link to the Wisconsin Saves and so on. And what's going to be helpful there, too, is if you really do want, like, some forms or some budget or spending templates, a lot of that, just great information on the America Saves website and great information, too, and links to activities, information, partners on the Wisconsin Saves website. 
Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm excited about this. And again, you know, I didn't. I'm, I use them the phone lines. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one last time because we have about two minutes left. So if you want to get your conversations in today. Uh, to have Ms. Bowman on the program, so you want to get your conversations in. And I'm just going to give you an opportunity to go ahead and, and ask your questions. Wendy, I want to take the time out, though, now to just thank you for this. I've learned so much. I have Great. to come back and revisit you. I'm going to have to come over. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, we would love out. that. We'd love it. Yes, I would greatly appreciate that because I'm, I see that Wibbick is expanding and growing and really has has become truly uh, all-inclusive holistic place to come if you really want to get your personal finances together and your business together. And entrepreneurship, again, is, is such an empowerment uh, an empowerment asset to have in your lifespan. So, again, I thank you for joining me here. Again, we've been listening with and talking with uh, Wendy Bowman. She is from the WIBIC here in Wisconsin, although the concept she talked about, being able to understand your saving patterns, being committed to saving, knowing what you should do and know where your money is going for the week and then make an assessment as a unit. Again, this is all in line with the transformation process necessary to go forward. Wendy, thanks again for joining us. I'm going to pause for a moment. If there's anyone on the phone lines, I thought I saw one, then it disappeared. So we have about one minute left with Wendy if you want to get in a quick conversation. Okay. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Hi, Miss Wendy. Um, Yeah. I have, my question is, is that what age do you recommend trying to sit down, sitting your children down and trying to teach budgeting? Because right now I I talk about saving, you know, a need first want, but when I say, you know, the amount of money is just in your budget, I'm still getting these cost looks like, what on earth are you talking about? So what yeah. age, you know, what group? And I have a mixture, right. so I'm, I'm running gambit of 10 to 17. Yeah. Or 16. Yeah. So, um uh, well, really, the younger the better. The, the younger the better. Exposure to sound sort of financial behaviors is so impactful and so powerful. Take them to the bank with you. Explain the things as you go. Even if they don't know, just the osmosis of that would be helpful. You want to teach kids math? Give them money. It's amazing. You know, um, so, you know, you use that with math. The other piece is small little things. The kids aren't going to be able to think about a home yet. Your 16- or 17-year-old might be thinking about college or, or education. But even little kids saving the birthday money, saving the allowance money for a period of time to even save to buy that bigger toy, not spending that $1 right now on maybe a less expensive toy, but saving a month of dollars for that larger toy to go towards something that's a bigger goal. Those small things that they are giving up the moment of letting that money go through their hands to something longer that they save for of greater worth and value is a really great stepping stone for longer-term goals and saving. Absolutely. I I think that's the key. I think that's such a pivotal uh, point to say and share. The younger, I recently came across a book, uh, Raising Financially Competent Children, and that's one by Mary Hunt. I'm not aware if you're aware of that book, but 
she talks about that very thing, starting very young and, you know, not giving in to them when they when they want that toy and they only have $2, but it costs two seventy five because you're training them to identify the power of money and the value of a dollar and the importance right. of needs versus wants and knowing that there's not an out just because at that moment you want something, there's not an out. And so they begin to value that. And so that's what you do. Yeah. Yep. I think that's awesome. Thank you, caller. I appreciate you so much. Wendy, I'm thanking I know we kept you over a little bit longer than we than we expected, but I thank you for that. I think it was okay. much needed. It was much needed. Um if if I'm gonna probably try to get you back on again soon because this was really insightful. Great, great. Yeah, maybe another time we could talk more about the business aspect of things. Yes, and that is exactly the aspect I wanna go into, how we can get into I, I get a lot of um uh, clients that are looking at starting businesses and wanting to know how to manage their businesses. And so you would definitely be an asset in that conversation here on Moments of Conversation. So, Zong, thanks again for joining me on this morning, and thank you to all of my listeners. We're going to take a pause now. We'll be right back after this break. Thanks again, Wendy. Uh, joining us from the Wisconsin Women's Business Initiative Corporation, a.k.a. WIBIC, go ahead and look them up on their website and learn some more. And also visit the Save, SaveAmerica.org, americasave.org, and find out how we can get more financially fit in the transformation of our mind as we go forward. Thanks again, Wendy. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we are back. We thank you again so much, Wendy, for taking the time out of her busy schedule to join us here today. want to encourage all of you. One of the things I, I, I have this on financially fit because so many of us are doing so many things, but we need to make sure we have the structure together and that it's having our lives financially fit to do the best life possible, to have longevity in that life, and to be able to leave a legacy. That's why we're talking about being financially fit. That's why it's so important to save. That's why we're learning about all these different methodologies and implementations we can have in our life because it is about planning. We plan for everything else. Let's plan to have a life filled with love, longevity, and the ability to leave a legacy. So thanks again for joining me here on Moments of Conversations. We'll be back here on Tuesday. And on Tuesday we're going to be joined by Reverend Dr. Craig Wright. He is a reverend. He is a numerologist. He is a metaphysicist. And he will be talking to us. It's All Adds Up is his name of his book. It All Adds Up is the name of his book. He's going to be talking about how numbers impact our lives. And so you may get a chance to get a numerology reading on Tuesday morning. So make sure you tune in early at 10.30 a.m. Central, 11.30 a.m. Eastern here on Moments of Conversation. Thanks again for joining me. And remember that when things begin to cloud your way, overwhelm you, make you feel as if you just can't take it anymore, stop. Take in a deep breath, yell out nice and loud, that's not my reality, and no, this is not the end of the road. Because what is awaiting you just requires you to acknowledge all the opportunities and possibilities that are surrounding you. So until next time, continued peace and blessings.
Oh, hey. 